Yes, everybody, the bar is open and we're proudly serving whatever I brought. I have Eureka Heights. It's your boy DJ Micah B. What is the damn deal? I am drinking a fantastic glass of wine that your baby mama bought for me on New Year's. I am your man, Mr. G. You. So you gotta work harder times two. Gotta make it do what you do. With the limited sources you have, your dream is still a fine. Oh man, back in this thing one more again. Oh my god. <laughs> never ever ever left. Oh man. Uh, Welcome to Gentlemen's Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to all our fans, man, that's been keeping up with us. 100%, man. It's been great. Um, I had a question brought to my attention. It was like, where do you come up with all these intros from? My co-host can tell you across from the I literally do not figure these things out until I hit record. He freestyles. I straight up. I guarantee you just now with the intro he just had, he freestyled it as he was saying it. 100%. I know. And I freestyle mine kind of because I stole your sign. I know. I heard. I was like, "Oh, I see what he did." There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, if it comes to the brain, man, it, it, it's coming out. That's just yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's just kind of what it is. But um, before we get the show kicked off in our normal, typical fashion, like we would like to do, um, first and foremost, we would like to give a shout out, um, and prayers and best wishes to uh, Demar Hamlin, his family, and everything that happened. Of course, obviously, if you're listening to this show, it came out on Thursday. This happened on Monday. Yep. So this is just us continuing, you know, making sure you understand. We obviously we would have loved to have talked about this prior to, but we try to keep everything on the same schedule. But right. we wanted everybody to know, of course, we did not forget about this because we have been watching it very closely. Um, I was watching it when it happened. I text uh, I text Mike after that. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, did you see this? And then I sent him the other the the other camera angle that a lot of people didn't get to see. Because the NFL is really good about when the game is going on. Like, the camera didn't, the first camera, the one you normally watch the football game on. Yeah, it was on the didn't, crowd. Didn't actually capture what happened because it was panned away. Mm-hmm. Because, as you know, with um, with an NFL game, typically the play happens and then they capture different players' emotions, reactions. Yep. All you saw was everybody pause and nobody knew what happened. So there was a, another video that was posted that was from the... Um, the uh, oh from the Bills end zone that captured what right. happened and that was the camera view that everybody saw what happened with Mr. Hamlin and unfortunate um I heard a lot of backlash a lot of people went after T Higgins I thought that was bullshit it, it because it is and and um uh, Mr. Hamlin's parents came out and they're like listen we know that T Higgins is not a bad guy. That was a routine. That was about as routine of a football play. Bro, it was everything like, broke down. It was a routine tackle, a routine. He tried to put his shoulder down, and like, yeah, there, there's nothing that could have no yeah. like and and like everything that happened was essentially a normal part of a football play. Like that's just that's a play you've probably seen a thousand times. Yep, a receiver catching the ball across the middle, running off, getting tackled by the corner on the opposite side of the field. Boom, play over with. It's usually how that goes. In this particular instance, it was a little bit different because there was blunt force from a shoulder to the solar plexus, which can, at the right amount of poundage and pressure, cause cardiac arrest. And which, time. Which <laughs> essentially is, for the most part, what happened. No, I am not a medical professional, but I have a little bit of a background and I understand a few things of what happened. So, 
I wanted to get that out there. Um, I also wanted to get out something that blew my mind in a great way. Is um, so Demar Hamlin's twenty four years old. Yeah, he's uh, in his second year in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's been doing this toy drive. And his toy drive, he only wanted to raise twenty five hundred dollars. Going into Monday night's game, that GoFundMe was at two thousand dollars. Currently today, it is at six and a half million dollars. That's freaking insane. Chris Jericho, notably, was one of the donors, right? Chris Jericho donated $10,000, $5,000 twice. He donated the first time. He spelled his name wrong, so he donated another $5,000 to spell his name correctly. Wow. The, Was- the Washington Commanders have also been one of the notable um, groups that donated. Um, so there was. A, it, it's been really nice to, to see and the out the support from the NFL. I applaud the NFL for how they responded. Oh, yeah. Because that's a tough decision to make given the circumstances. But what a lot of people don't typically realize with these NFL games is the NFL operates in a similar manner to how the military operates. And this is why I say that. They have contingencies in place. Yeah. So when they go to these locations, no matter what NFL stadium they go to, there is a designated hospital. There is a designated ambulance on standby. There is designated life flight on standby, if yep. applicable. There is medical personnel and staff ready to go. That is why they were able to respond to that scenario within seconds and minutes. Had that happened on the freeway, a normal instance of a situation, we might be having a different oh, conversation Oh, yeah, for today. sure. So I applaud the NFL and the NFLPA, for that matter, for, for all the above. Of what happened, and like I said, our from from gentlemen's talk, we really and truly we with our thoughts and our prayers and our best wishes go out to Demar Hamlin and his family for a sure. speedy recovery. Scary situation, hundred um, percent. Just to see somebody, you know, see a concussion, and it's like okay, you kind of know a concussion when you see one, but when a player makes just a tackle, he stands up, he starts to move around, and just falls flat on his. Oh yeah, that was well. And then as soon as you hear the word CPR, you're like, oh yeah. wait a minute, like you know. That it's a lot worse. Yep. Than it, than it, you know, it's a lot worse than what you initially thought. And the play, the players' reactions just told everything. Yeah. No. When you, when you started seeing like, like Stephon Diggs, you started seeing tears come down. Like yeah. You saw the Bills and the Bengals got, all got together and started praying. Like yep. you started, it, it looked how it looked, like back when we all played football when we were little. You know, somebody yeah. gets hurt. You know, saying we took a knee. You know, the normal things your coaches always taught you, but then this went that much further. Because yep. of the situation that happened. So, again, we just wanted to push out our best wishes and hopeful for a speedy recovery for yep. a great young man. I loved what Mike Tomlin said. I did not realize that Mike Tomlin had known this young man since he was a young child. He's from Pittsburgh. Okay. So, Mike Tomlin has known him since he was, like, like 12. So, he's known – so, he, he actually came out, had a really good – you know, really good – a lot of great things to say about him. So, it, it was just really good to see this much support. Yeah. And – Ladies and gentlemen, I just hope as time goes on, we continue to keep this same kind of energy, you know, when it comes to supporting somebody. Yeah, man. I've always been a component of this and it should not. Not trying to take anything away from, but it should not take this level of controversy in a situation for people to stand up and be supportive and do the things that you kind of should have already been doing. Yeah. You know. But, anywho, as we now transition and move on, um, we'll, you know, 
continue watching the news and look for any and all updates as time goes on. Um, so let's talk about something that came across. Let's get an update on this MVP conversation. Okay. NBA, not NFL. Of um, course. NFL, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. So here is your current top 10 MVP candidates for the 2022-2023 season. Start at 10. I am starting at okay. 10. Zion Williamson at number 10. His draft mate at number 9, Job ja Morant. Despite being injured currently, number 8, Steph Curry. A shocking one for me personally, number 7, DeMontis Sabonis, who is also what? who is also injured right now, if I remember correctly. Number 6, Jason Tatum. Number 5, Kevin Durant. Number 4, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Again, why is he so low? Uh, number 3 is Joel Embiid. Number two, Luka Doncic, and somehow still at number one is Nikola Jokic. Okay. Um, I will say of all the 10 players listed currently, Jason Tatum's team has the best record at 26-11. and 11. Now, the Boston Celtics have lost some terrible, terrible games. Terrible. They got 150 points put up on them by the OKC Thunder. Yeah. Um. Now, notably... Notably missing from this list is um, Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Donovan Mitchell just went off for 71 points, ladies and gentlemen, for those who do not watch enough NBA in your life. <laughs> just saying. 71 points is a big Seven, deal. 71 damn points, He bro. was 10 points away from tying Kobe Bryant. That's freaking ridiculous. Last time we seen a 70-point outburst was... uh, When the Devin Booker? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh a little light God. bright. <laughs> yeah. And then... On that same, and they lost. <laughs> yeah. So, and what's crazy is on the same night, Clay dropped Clay Thompson a 50 went piece. off. <laughs> and we seen when Clay, you remember when Clay went off on eight dribbles. Yeah. And did the damn thing. So it's crazy to look. And then not to mention, Giannis just had back to back forty point games. And LeBron just LeBron had back to back, back, -to -back forty, -point, 40 point, games. point games. So that same night that happened with Mitchell and Clay Thompson, that. Particular night, there were eight players who scored 40 or more points. It was like an NBA record. Of course it's an NBA record. Of like, course it is. That's insane. So looking at this MVP, obviously I know you and I disagree with uh, number one. Like We talked about this. There was a point in time where I was fine with Jokic being up there, but I knew he wasn't going to stay there. I'm, I, I'm not okay with Jokic being up there. I know. I yeah. said a point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I told you, as we get closer to this All-Star yeah. break, I, I still I still think and believe that it's Giannis right now. I, I think like, uh, there's an argument for the young boys. There really is. Like with with uh, with every with John Morant injuries or not, Zion depends on how you want to look at it. He's had a great last month, but I feel like what's going to happen with Giannis is the same thing that happens with LeBron and how it happened with Jordan or anybody that's won multiple MVPs. Not named Steve Nash anyway. Um, Jokic got two. Uh, yeah, not him either. Um, but you and they they Stephen A. Smith talks about this a lot, but they overdo it a certain way. And the reason why I say it is because they're like, man, you think we take Jokic, uh, Jokic's greatness for granted? No, you take Giannis's for granted because Jokic is at the top of every damn MVP ladder. For yeah. no reason. 100%. Now, this is one of those years where I wouldn't, at the end of the season, if things continue to trending like they're trending, 
I would not be surprised if Kevin Durant wins the MVP. Because Brooklyn has turned it around. I would. This is the this is the best Brooklyn has looked since they were assembled. Yeah. They were a team we laughed at last year. Yeah. And we kind of we 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 chuckled this year, but they they kind of pulled the Cincinnati Bengals. They kind of flipped it at the right time. Kyrie all of a sudden is I was out just about mind. to say that. And and Kevin Durant is extremely a fit like he always is. Back on some 60-40-90 type shit. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Durant, after the All-Star break, is in the top three discussion. Bruh. Listen. Now, I have, and this is just me, and you, I don't know how you feel, but this is just me. I still can't fully buy into the Luka hype. <laughs> I try. I watch oh, it. Man. I watch the games. I watch him play. Even that 60-point so, game, so, I'm like... So let me ask you this real quick, because somebody asked me this at work, and I was like... It, this is one of the questions I wanted to ask you and get your input on. The guy at work asked me, do you think you can't buy into Luka because of what we saw from James Harden in the past decade? And I was like, maybe that has something to do with it. I've never thought of it like that, but maybe it does because it's not sustainable. I it's just not. I, I don't feel like Luka is scoring in the manner that prime James Harden was scoring. Because... For Harden, it was 40 points, 40 points, 40 points, 50 points, 40 points, 50 points. Yeah, it was, it was Luka, awesome. Luka's had a 60-point game this year. Yeah. He's had some 40 points sprinkled in there, but he's not averaging. Like, that was it that, four that, years ago yeah, when, when Harden was Harden, averaging almost 40 points a fucking game? I think Harden was averaging like 35. It was like five. It was the highest oh, since Michael Jordan. No, no, it was higher than that. It was like 37 because he had them, that 60-point game followed up by that 50-something Oh, yeah, yeah, game. during the middle. So I thought you were talking about at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. No, during the, this stretch. The, yeah, yeah, about the stretch yeah. Run. I don't think I don't think what Luke is doing is better than that stretch run that James Harden was but on. But I don't think that I don't think that Mavs seems as good as that Rockets team was to be able to, for no, him to no, do no, that no, either. No, 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 not at all. But um, I'm just I I don't think same thing how I felt with James Harden. Even though James Harden was going off, the the free throw rate is ridiculous in the regular season because it, it it go it drops by like thirty percent in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they they give they give and we calls saw that. to everybody. We, we saw that with James Harden that same year because when he stopped getting them calls, yep. he was a different player. Well, hell, we kind of saw it last year a couple of games. Whenever uh, who came out the West last year? Uh, just, Golden State. Golden State. Okay, right. Duh. So when 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 Luca started playing against Golden State in all the games they lost, Luca did. Luca was not going to the free throw line. Because no. they were not giving him those calls. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, the NFL, I think, has done a better job of making rules clear in their sport more yeah. than, granted, the NFL is start and stop. You know, so it's, it's a play by play. But, yeah, I mean, and yeah, because the NBA is kind of, Continuous minus timeouts, basically, mm -hmm. like for the most part, yeah. And I mean, fouls, yeah. And the the only time the NFL is like that is if a team goes no huddle. Yeah. But injuries and other things can stop yeah. the clock immediately. But I just I watch Luca and I watch as much of it as I can watch. I don't see where he has enough to galvanize a team to bring a team to a championship and win a championship. Right I don't now. think I don't think Luca is a. I just. I don't think he's a bad player. Like I don't know. I don't, no, no, I don't, I want, think, I I don't want people a, to think that. I think he's a phenomenal player. I just there there is there's something 
I don't I don't know if because we're not in the locker room we don't see it or whatever. But yeah. there's something missing. Like yes, it, th- th- there's just it's that what you just, I don't know what it is, but something is just not I, there. I don't see I I don't see. I don't see how, and he's susceptible to get texts all the damn time. Yeah. Which is a very bad quality in leadership. But you got to be able to keep your cool. He got away with that in European ball. Yeah, he ain't getting away with that. Yeah. The refs here are too soft. Yes. <laughs> you laugh on the bench like Tim Duncan and get a damn tech. Yeah. Uh, he, and that's, I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's one of the things I, that, that stopped me from buying into him. He loses focus in the game when he's not getting calls. And that tends to be like a downfall for the whole team because you're supposed to be the leader. If you're, unless, you know, you're on one of them rare teams where you like, you're the best player, but you're not the leader. Which yeah. those teams never win championships for the most part any damn way. But, I mean, again, there's another one right there. So, I mean, I'm not. I'm not I'm not. If Luca wins MVP, I won't be mad if he wins. I mean, like his statistics I'll, I'll, might I'll, back I'll it be, up. I'll, I'll be mad because at some point y'all gotta quit bullshitting and get a fucking MVP to Embiid, who has just he keeps putting up the numbers and just keeps getting kind of left off. He got robbed last year. Hundred percent, he got robbed. He last got robbed. Year. Um, we we talked about that all year. We advocated yeah. for that last year. He, he got robbed. That was a, like, some nonsense. That was a complete robbery, but it's what happened. But like I said, the All Star break's coming up. We'll see how things look. Ah, okay. I'm happy you brought up the All Star break. I'm gonna. I'm listening. So, this is one. This is this is the thing I want to get your your uh, reaction it. to because I want I want you to tell me why you think this is. This is the first time in over ten years. I don't have the exact number because the the article just said in over t- in in over ten years. This is the first time in over ten years that up until this point in the season, there have been zero trades. Zero. Because, you know, normally December 15th comes around yeah. and all of the people that sign contracts as free agents are eligible for trade. And we have no trades whatsoever right now. And I don't know why that is. There's a lot of there's a lot of non-movement. You're right. Maybe everyone's waiting for a particular domino to fall. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking that... Because if we look around the NBA, right? I imagine everybody's watching the Los Angeles Lakers closely. I think Chicago. I think Chicago's definitely a situation that's being monitored. Um, I'll tell you another one that should be probably at this point be I, monitored. I think, I think Golden State should be monitored. I could see a scenario where a guy like a James Wiseman gets moved. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Not like the that, core, not the core. No, no, yeah. no, core, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. But with the Lakers, yeah, I can see some possible movement. Now, I don't think the organization has the the gall to do it. That's exactly. Oh, so my, I don't know if you know who Kenny for real is. Kind of. Okay, that's exactly what he said because. Uh, this whole off season with uh, what's what's uh uh big big uh the the stifle tower whatever uh Rudy Gobert yeah yeah they're they're literally like nobody wants to make the first move because the market is reset and it's like yeah I like this player 
but I'm not giving you a first first round pick for him because you don't even think he's a, he's worthy of a first round pick. So I'm definitely not giving you a first round pick. And you don't want to make the wrong move. And then hey, yeah, I, it's crazy. I th- I, th- I thought it was the craziest thing when I heard it because I'm like, man, every year somebody gets moved. But I tell you one thing. It's gonna be really come, interesting around the trade deadline. Come that Wednesday after uh, uh All Star break, whoo, Chicago is gonna get blown up. Chicago will yeah. get blown up, and you know, all I'm saying is Chicago Russell Wilson. I'm not Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook has an expiring contract. You know what Demar Derozan wants to be. Hey. Yeah. Take the contract, absorb the one year. What and I think isn't isn't Demar recovering from an injury as well. It's not the first time we'll see a player get traded in while he's injured. Oh no, I was just going yeah, off some stuff yeah, I was reading. Yeah, he's injured. I don't know. How, I don't know how uh, how bad it is, but I know he's injured. I know he's been out for some for a yeah. hot minute. But so, okay, but I mean, I I do think there will be some movement. You think they'll blow up Minnesota? No. Okay, so let me ask you this then: If you were who do you think is the most tradable asset in the NBA right now? That you think if they leave the team that they're on and go to another team, it would be a plus value? LeBron James. Obviously. <laughs> you asked me a question. I know, answer. obviously. But I'm but but nobody sees LeBron James getting. I'm just saying, like, if you if you had to go through and you would think of all the players that you think would be traded, because I thought, I mean, I don't know if Minnesota is interested in trading him, but I said D'Angelo Russell. Interesting. I said D'Angelo Russell would be because he's a former all-star. He has all-star talent, and I just think it's not meshing in Minnesota. And then, of course, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert are the, I guess you would say the two best players on the team. Not and of an, course, not, uh, not Anthony Edwards. Of course, Anthony Edwards. But I mean, I don't think <coughs> maybe I shouldn't have said two best players. The two leaders of the team is what I would probably say instead. I'd make because because of the two veterans. Anthony Edwards would be the. Just, he, but, he should be, you know what I'm saying? But but he has his moments for sure. Yeah. Um. So I I I think D'Angelo I think D'Angelo Russell uh would probably be that guy. Somebody was talking about him on uh going to Washington, how Washington has uh revived Chris Asporzingis' career next to Bradley Beal, like all star yep. level play. So I've I've also seen reports where like like Kuzma's drawing interest on the market. Even Kuzma a possible, is a good even one. Even a possible return to LA type of type of thing. I've too. read on that, yeah. So that's another one. I still don't think we're done with the DeAndre Ayton thing. No, I don't. Uh, now, do I think he'll get moved midseason? I don't know if the right deal comes along. Could be possible. I still don't know what his beef was with um, Monty Williams. Monty Williams. I don't, I don't either. Uh, I guess at some point after his career is over, we'll all probably find out what it is. I'm, I was worried that it was a, a Chris Paul thing. Because Chris Paul does not have good relationships with the big man he played with before, other than uh, Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler loved Chris Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of them, they were good at first, and then you know, kind of went downhill from there. Yeah. Um. 
those are the, all the ones that come to mind. Like, well, there's also been some of the Trey Young rumors floating around. I don't know if they would trade him midseason either, though. But Trey Young is unhappy, as I think is what I've been reading. Uh, yeah. Well, remember I, in the summertime, John Collins was uh, also somebody that was being looked at to be traded. Oh, John Collins is still a very, very good tradable asset uh, if he wants to leave. 100%. I, there's a lot of teams that would jump on him. Yeah. A lot of teams. I, uh, still, I still like the idea. Uh, I still – and so, actually, now that the more I'm thinking about it, I think the one player that want, that essentially being traded would give another team a plus, Miles Turner. I didn't even think about Miles Turner. That's a good My, one. Miles Turner would be the one. Okay, My, so because Miles Turner, the, the, he has been in the trade discussion. I think the last three years. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be there. Because him and Sabonis, yeah. they were together, and then Sabonis got traded. Yeah, and now Miles Turner's like, bro, what about me? I'm not gonna. Miles Turner is a pretty good player. He um, is. I, I think I, I I think he helps certain teams get that much closer to being over the hump. I'm I'm just worried, and it's not that this dude had a bad career, and he wasn't a bad player. He just let his attitude eventually get the best of him. Uh, your guy in Miami. Uh, crap! I can't. I don't. I don't want Miles Turner to turn out turn out to be like he was. I cannot think of this man's name. He was How, the, he what was year? the center. Uh, Lonzo Morning? No, 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 no. Not a I was like Lonzo wasn't like no, that. No, Reese. Uh. Oh, Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Gotcha. That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about for Miles Turner. Um, well, I'd love for Miles Turner to come on down to Miami with Pat Riley and Company. We, he can come we, on we down know. to South Beach. So, so, some, but but somehow, somewhere, y'all have to keep Bam. I don't know. If, I don't know if that'll happen. I think. I think if anybody can make it happen, it will be Pat Riley. Yeah. Well, I would want to keep Bam because I want those two together. They'd have to be willing to blow up though. Not not Miami, obviously. Uh, oh, Indiana. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. Rumors have been continuing to speculate about Buddy Heald being moved, so it's not impossible. Oh, and here we go. Here's my bomb for today, so so called. I hate to say this because I really do like this team, and they 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 shocked the world last year, I guess you would say. But man, it's time to blow up Toronto. And not I'm when and when I say blow them up. You can keep Siakam and you can keep Fred Van Fleet, but it's time to move everybody, almost everybody else out of it besides uh. Damn, Moses, you gonna move Scotty Barnes? Like besides that? Scotty Barnes, no, I'm oh, not gonna like, move Scotty. No, 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 but, but, but like their their role players and things, it's not working, bro. They 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 gotta reconstruct their team. Uh, it might have to be done in the off season. Yeah, but I mean, I you definitely you definitely want to keep all three of them if you can. If you can't. I mean, there better be some high ass value. Yeah, so for, it, for sure for Siakam. Yeah, definitely for all star level player. Um, Van Fleet, maybe. I think I, of those three, Siakam has the most value trade wise. Scotty Barnes being so young, there is a lot of potential trade oh, value yeah, there for sure. But Siakam is also a champion already, just like Van Fleet. Yep. So depending on the situation and who, because I could tell you. A couple teams where I think Siakam would fit very well. One of them is the Clippers. A fully healthy Clippers team with a player like Siakam would be nice. I think and, and, be, and somehow they keep keep Kawhi and Paul. Oh, my God. I think he would be a damn good fit in Milwaukee. Oh, my God. I can, 
Bro, now I'm salivating. Wait a minute. I didn't even think. Oh my goodness. This is what I. This is what I. This is what I do. But yeah, with the Clippers, Clippers are yeah. scary. I think he would be a really good fit with your Spurs. I think oh, for sure, the, yeah, internationally kind of, and everything. I think yeah. he would fit well with uh with with y'all's new with y'all's new stud. Um, uh, Kel is Kel Kelvin. Uh, um, is it Jack Johnson Johnson Johnson. Yeah, I think he would fit well with that young team. Like I think Siakam's the kind of player that could move to a young team, and be that veteran presence and be good for them. Yeah. Austin, he could just move to a veteran team and, and, and oh, he moves to a veteran team it's, that pushes them over the top. Yeah, um, except in Washington's case. Yeah, no, no, no. I could see him moving to a even a team like um, no, no, that team would ruin him. I think if he moved to Dallas, it would ruin him. Um, I would have definitely ruined him because essentially, Siakam and Siakam, Kyle Lowry, and Kawhi Leonard all worked out. Essentially, because they can all play off the ball at any given moment, even uh, even Mark and Ibaka, the whole team. Like, they I actually could... think if the trade was right, if the trades were right, he would be a. I think he'd be a really good fit in L.A. The Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you move him down, if you move him to the three, you haven't met the three. You have obviously LeBron would have to move. He'd have to be willing to play for. Yeah, or vice versa. Or vice versa, move Siakam to the four, and I mean, but the problem is Anthony Davis doesn't want to play the five, because Davis would probably want to preferably play the four. Not, not probably. He's going True. to want to play the four. But I don't think, but Siakam's because Siakam's not strong enough to play five. He's no. not like he's not like Bam, where Bam could. On nah, Bam on, is Bam, Bam is on, an anomaly, bro. That Bam, dude. Bam, no, he's not an anomaly. There's yeah. one other. There's one other player like Bam. His name is Ben Wallace, Hall of Famer. I, well, I mean, like right now, and I mean, like yeah, in, yeah. right now in the NBA. He, yeah, Bam is the smallest, the smallest of the big men, but yeah. he can hang with a lot of these yeah, big men yeah. because of how strong he is. Yeah, Bam, Bam is. I mean, we did. I did see deep, defensive no, no, presence. I, I did see Bam body up Giannis a few you, times. You, you know I what? Mean, like, I'm, I sometimes sometimes. I'm not a, I'm not comparing him to Hakeem Olajuwon, but sometimes he's giving Hakeem Olajuwon vibes just because when Hakeem finally changed positions, because mm-hmm. he obviously he was power forward first playing yeah. next to uh, Samson. When he finally changed positions and, and moved full time to center, that's when his defensive presence went ballistic. If Bam could ultimately just slide over and only play four and if he has to play Giannis and Giannis is out of three, he could play a little bit of three. I mean, he has the athletic ability to do it. It would be even better for the Heat. It would be ridiculous for the Heat. I definitely think four is his natural, yeah. most natural position. He's done well having to play the five in sports, kind of like an Amari Stoudemire yep. as well. Somebody else I almost forgot. Oh, damn, I almost forgot about him. That was a good, yeah, that's a good comparison right there. Because Amari was not as tall as a five, but he was as strong as a yeah. five. But as a four, he was a mismatch because he had long-ass arms. Yep, his length was crazy. So that whole Phoenix team was full of filled with mismatches. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah, and then they had Steve Nash. Well, I said what I said. Yeah, well, but he won an MVP. So, Two. Uh, yeah. So I had this come up. You know, you know, you and I are both a part of a lot of basketball and football and yeah. sports groups in general. Yeah. So this picture came about, and this picture brought up a fuckload of comments and controversy. So, going down, I'm going to start from three and work. No, I'm going to start from the top bucket. Wait, 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 wait. Before, explain what's about to happen here. So, this was put together 
as the greatest all-time first, second, and third teams of all time. That's what this list is comprised of. Okay. So, greatest all-time first team. Obviously, these are also players who have been on first, second, or third team at some yeah. point or multiple times in their career. Um, you have Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, <laughs> no LeBron brainer, James, no brainer, no brainer. Tim Duncan, no brainer. and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No confusion, right? I, like, there's no... No confusion. I, I I don't I don't have a single problem with that yeah, yeah, list. Yeah. Uh, we all knew, but but we all knew who was going to make first team overall. You know, some yeah, people yeah, might, yeah. some people might contend Shaq, some people might contend for center or whatever. But, uh, bruh, six MVPs. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, all greatest all time second team: Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, Larry Bird, Kevin Durant, Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. So far, so good. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have a problem with that. So the controversy comes in the all-time third team. Of and course, it does. I. It took everything in my power to just not say anything because I'm like, because the disrespect was real. Bill Russell. Okay. Um, I wouldn't have picked Bill Russell, but okay, fine. Carl Malone. Uh huh. Julius Irving. Uh huh. Dwayne Wade. Okay. Moses Malone. Where do you think the controversy was? Run that back. Bill Russell. Right. Carl Malone. Okay. Julius Irvin. Uh-huh. Dwayne Wade. Okay. Moses Malone. If, if, okay, so, they're only picking, they're picking guard, guard, forward, forward, center, or? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, that, that, that makes things a little bit, a little that's, bit different. That's kind of like how we had, uh, I think, back in season two, we did yeah, that. Yeah, the guard, so we, guard, we, four, we, four, we, went, we went traditional, yeah, yeah. No, it's, like, it's, it's pretty much what they did. That, that's, yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Um, Number one, I, I think they nailed the shooting guards uh, on all three teams. See, I do too, but according to all the comments, people were like, D-Wade should have been left off. I mean, what are they going to do, put Jerry West instead? They actually did say Okay. That. They okay. said, if you compare the two careers, they said Jerry West, Jerry West had a better career numbers wise than Dwayne Wade. Jerry West went one and nine in the finals. I know. Uh, you're not you're not telling me nothing. Okay, I don't but know. And, uh, who, who's who's, who's, you, who's the you, other guard? Point guard or shooting guard? Either one. Other who, who's the other one besides D Wade? Uh, Moses Malone. Moses Malone. Moses Malone is the center. Sorry, not Moses Malone. Um, shit. He played for the Milwaukee Bucks back in the day. Oh, Oscar Robinson. Yeah. Sorry. Big O. Oh, he didn't have his goggles on. That's why. That's a weird ass picture. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, what yeah, fucked yeah. me up. He look. Okay. As you can see, he he they got. Yeah. Him yeah. Yeah. His, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fucked me up. Okay. Oh, uh, so so third team is Oscar Robinson, Dwayne Wade, uh, Julius Serving, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, and Bill Russell. I have no problem with Bill Russell being there. I have a problem with Bill Russell being there. And you know my you know what my problem is so. You, 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 because you want Hakeem on here. You know it. So yeah, yeah. you know what my problem is. I, I'm not necess- I'm not necessarily saying that. That list is wrong. My personal preference would have been just to have Hakeem. Okay. Uh, but Hakeem over Bill Russell. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I get it. I'm not one of those where it's like, there's no way in him. No, I'm not one of those. Um, did Wilt Wilt was Wilt Wilt didn't make it. No. Woo. As I was say, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made first team. Shaq made second team. Ooh. Bill Russell made third team. Okay, we have a problem here. <laughs> Wait a minute. I the guy that scored 100 points in the game. 
Wilt is not on here. Boy, man, Wilt got a whole bro. So as a center, Wilt Wilt led the league in assists for the hell of it. I'm not I'm not arguing that, but <laughs> Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaq, Bill Russell, Hakeem Olajuwon, Will Chamberlain. Who? Where's your three? Who are you taking off? For both of those, for Hakeem and for Wilt, who's coming off out of Kareem, Shaq, and Bill Russell? Who's coming off? Well, Kareem ain't coming off. I don't think Shaq should come off. I, Kareem definitely ain't coming off. I, um, I, I definitely don't think Shaq should come off. Say what we want about everything that Wilt did and even Hakeem did. I do not think there was or will be a center as dominant as Shaq was. Will Chamberlain. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just I wanted to play want, devil's I know, advocate. I know what you want to do, but yeah. Uh. Like I said, like okay, so center, the, the center is the one position where I I don't think I have a single problem with the three that are picked, because you can make an just off the five we just named, you can make an argument for just about all of them to make make it on the, the third or the second. I mean, number one should un, undoubtedly just be Kareem, just off of off his career only. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, you can make you. I mean, you know. But I mean, uh, Shaq's think, accolades yeah. of three Finals MVP should have him over Hakeem. I just think, personally, I I thought Hakeem was a. I think Hakeem's uh game would translate a little bit better now than it than uh than Shaq's would. Hakeem, but Hakeem's I mean, Ka- but Shaq more, couldn't yeah. Shaq couldn't be guarded now anyway. So no, yeah, no, 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 he couldn't be guarded. No, the only per- I, the only person not, in history ooh. that could guard that could guard Shaq was Ben Wallace, and I don't know. If, <laughs> I think the only. Modern day centers that could even keep up for a little bit till they eventually get exhausted would probably be Giannis, Embiid, and Bam. I think Dwight. Well, Dwight. You said modern day. Dwight's not playing anymore. No, no. But I'm saying I think those three. I don't. But, I don't. I'm trying to think because I'm like. I tell you what though, people forget this because you know people remember big dominant Shaq from L.A. People forget. How now, much of an anomaly no, this no. dude was in Miami? Um, I mean Ar- Orlando, Orlando, my bad. No, dude, Orlando, Orlando, Sha- Shaq Orlando Shaq was, Shaq was dumb. Yeah, this dude could run a four five forty at seven foot, two hundred something. It's dumb. Yeah, no, like, uh, there's only going to be one Shaq. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Do I have a? Do I have any other problems with it? I don't think Jerry. I don't think Jerry West should be over Dwayne Wade. I don't um, either. I really I, don't. I, I don't. Uh. So if, if, you wanna, so, if, if you want to if you want to argue Jerry West over Oscar Robinson, you're not gonna get an argument out of me. Um, you, you will from me. But I'm trying to. Okay, so LeBron is on the list. Yes, LeBron is on first team. Kevin Durant is on the list. Yes, second team. Larry Bird is on the list. Second team. And Carl Malone is on the list. Yes, third team. I'm gonna do it, and people are gonna hate me for it, but I don't give a damn. Dr. J got to come off the list. Mm. For who? Y'all going to hate me for this. Dr. J has to come off the list because five years from now, one of the guys playing right now should is easily going to replace. He's probably, he should probably already be considered replaced. I know Dr. J is a trendsetter. Yes, yes, yes. But, bruh, Giannis got to be on this list at this point. Giannis is already... Giannis can so, end his career today and be... Well, so they have... Okay. He 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 can he can definitely be a top twelve player if he ends his career today. If, if when you crunch the numbers, if I'm removing, I think I would still keep Doctor J. I think I would remove Carl Malone. 
and put Giannis. Okay, because Giannis can play big. He play, he play power forward. I, I have I have no problem with 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 Kevin Durant being on this list. I, I mean, no, no, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the the the. The second or third best but shooting guard I'm of looking, all time. If I'm looking at all these, all six of these forwards, I think I can. I think because Carl Malone and Giannis's games are similar, Giannis is a better shooter. Now, now, not at first. We knew Giannis could not shoot. I don't better. know, man. Carl Malone, could, Carl Malone was a, had a good shot, dog. He did. That that pick and pop with him and John Stockton was legendary. I don't. I don't think Giannis is a better shooter, but I do. I do believe you could do more with Giannis than you could with Carl Malone now. Cause yeah. the way, yeah. Um, well, Giannis is stretched. Giannis stretches the floor because yeah, he definitely has better ball handling. I, I think, I would take Dr. J off and and keep Giannis and 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 keep Carl Malone instead, just based on the fact that Carl Malone is, well, he was the second all-time leading scorer upon his retirement. Uh, he went to, back-to-back finals. He won MVP. He won a MVP or two MVPs. I don't remember. I think it was one. He he won he won an MVP. Almost um, won a championship with the Lakers. Almost won it. To, yeah, they him made a him and Gary Payton. That was literally like the first super team of the modern yeah, era. That was such a crazy. Uh, that, um, that way that team was assembled. Was yeah, crazy that they didn't win a win a championship. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I think I take Dr. J off. Uh, and and keep Giannis, but I mean. I'm not gonna be mad if you take if you say nah, Dr. J got to stay, and then you take Carl Malone off because I'm not going. If you gave me a chance, I'd take Charles Barkley over Carl Malone. I'm just going off of Carl Malone accolades. I just, <laughs> for me, I think because Carl Malone and Giannis are so similar, yeah, and Dr. J is another one of those anomaly type players, yeah, because Dr. J was one of the first of his kind, yeah, kind of like Magic Johnson. Oh, he definitely was. He was definitely one of the first of his kind. Oh, just like, sure. just like Magic Johnson, a yeah. taller. A taller point guard who basically had the body of a small forward playing point guard. You know, Dr. J was like that. He was anomaly like that. So, and I mean, argue, to be honest, no, never mind. So, so how about this? Go ahead. Not, not, not if we we've pretty much solidified the three. Who would be the next five in? Hmm. Okay. Um. Given the way this list is stuck as it is, yeah. Who who you think would be the next five in? Hakeem, mm-hmm. Giannis, okay. since since he's not yeah on since he's not on it yeah um Hakeem Giannis ooh Hakeem and Giannis would be such a nasty tandem my God Embiid okay so so you you would keep Hakeem Hakeem and Giannis at the forwards yes okay that'll yes. work or you could I mean because you well you because you could move you can move Embiid to a forward as well yeah so yeah so. That's all right. So I had Hakeem, I had Embiid, I had Giannis. Here's where things get interesting. Shooting guard. <laughs> Shooting guard. <coughs> you know what? As much as we down, as much as we talk about this player, I, I gotta give him his. I gotta give him his flowers, and I gotta say James Harden. Okay. Um, and then point guard. This is where it gets interesting. Not for me. Point guard was the first one I. Point guard was the first part, first one I came up with, which surprises me. Let that. me, I'm gonna go out on a limb just because as much as I've watched his career, I'm perfectly fine with putting him here. Give me Dame. Okay, I'm cool with that. Give me Dame Lillard, Dame Dollar. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to take a page from your book. I'm, I am keeping Hakeem and Giannis at the forwards. Okay. I'm putting Wilt at five. Okay. 
Um, because we're not like actually building like a team to play basketball. We're just, you know, no, we're, yeah, we're, we're so, building the NBA. Yeah. All time. All time fourth, fourth team. So yeah. Give me Wilt, Akeem, Giannis. Shooting guard was the hard one because I, I considered James Harden. I really did. I really did. Um, but I'm going to take a page from, from what people were arguing. I'm going to say Jerry West. Okay. Um, it was it was very close between James Harden and Jerry West, and a guy that doesn't get his flowers enough for me because y'all are full of it. Not not really you, Clyde Drexler. Yeah, that was the other guy I was considering. I I I fought with that one too because I, I love some Clyde. Clyde I, Drexler. I, I do I do think all time now it's okay to put James Harden over Clyde Drexler. Yeah. So now, now it is. Yeah. Ask me ten years ago. Absolutely Hell no. not. I'm, I'm over ten years ago. He had just moved to Houston because that was 2012 when the trade happened. So. Yeah. That's what I'm and, saying. Ask me 10 years ago, and the answer would be no. Uh, so, Jerry West, and then the point guard was the, the, the first one I picked. Isaiah Thomas. So, mm. yeah, Zeke. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was too easy for me. The only, other, the only other person I considered putting there over Zeke was Jason Kidd. I'm not even going to lie to you. I did consider Jason Kidd. I did consider Jason Kidd as well. Uh, Jason Kidd is highly underrated all time from a point guard perspective. That dude was... And even though Steve Nash won the two MVPs, I still think Jason Kidd was better. Yeah. So, so it's I'm curious if if people are gonna hit the comments talking about what I about hope so. what about Melo, what about um, Jason Kidd, what about you know like Melo was our you Melo was a very 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 good offensive player. <laughs> Yes. Melo was a Hall of Fame offensive player. Um Melo was what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think any I don't I don't think there's ever been another Carmelo. I mean, like, to be so great on offense is I mean, would you say like would you say Melo is the generation behind us is James Harden? Yeah. Because for us, yeah, actually, for, for us, obviously, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. Then you had you had LeBron, D Wade, and Melo. Yeah. Chris Bosh. Like, that all happened. Chris, because James Harden, Curry, all those guys came after. Yeah. We got to see the tail end of Kobe. Yep. Um, Tim Duncan of those of all those yeah. guys. So for us, that draft, the LeBron draft was. Well, really, hell, we we kind of got both. We got we kind of got both in Tim Duncan. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. I mean, even even in '05, I mean, like when they won the champ, we were 15. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, well, because we also had Dirk. Y- yeah, yeah. See, Dirk was another one I struggled with not putting on my yeah. list, dog. Because Dirk, oh, God, Dirk would definitely if we had if we do a fifth team, Dirk would be on my fifth. I think Charles I Barkley. And, I'll put Charles. Barkley I'll put and Charles. Dirk on my yeah, I will put Charles and Dirk. And y'all sure. gonna stop disrespecting Chuck, bro? Just cause he, just cause he a funny 100%. guy. Chuck was a that dude averaged yeah. 26 and 15 in the season. At yeah. six six, don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that was a good one, man. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, I saw that and I was wondering, you know, how you would feel. I mean, I I would reconstruct the team some, but the first team is set in stone. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, I'm not arguing the first. Yeah, because I know there but people. The only people that are, that are gonna argue about Tim Duncan are the ones who didn't watch enough basketball. I said what I said. Well, I mean, some people think Carmelo still is the greatest power forward ever, which is that's cute, poppycock. And I have other people that tell me all the time that Dirk was better. That's poppycock because Dirk is one of those players that didn't play defense that well either. Yeah. So I got another 
random crazy NBA stats. So check this shit out. So most points scored in the 2010s. Oh, I remember this one. Go ahead. So you had Steph Curry at five. Yep. Russell Westbrook at four. Shouldn't surprise anybody. James Harden at three. Kevin Durant at two. And LeBron James at one. That list doesn't surprise me at all. Again, ladies and gentlemen, stop this notion about Durant being better than LeBron. Ooh, tell him. <laughs> stop this notion. Because at this time, at this time, they were both in positions to be dominant. Oh, of course, the argument. Oh, but LeBron had a super team. And what the hell did Kevin Durant have? At that time, he had, what, a little bit of James Harden, then they traded him. Yeah, but, but, but then you- he had Westbrook. He still had Serge Ibaka. He still had... I'm trying to remember the rest of that damn Nick Collison. They had a very good young team. They went to the finals. Mm-hmm. And they could have won that finals against Miami. I think that I think it ended up being 4-2. They could have won that final. Matter of yeah, fact, OKC was, was favored to win that finals. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um and then the Warriors. The Warriors had their core. But that the problem with the 2010 scoring, too, is that that was also when Curry was injured. A lot. That's what I was just about to say. Because I I wouldn't be surprised if Curry would have surpassed Westbrook and Harden. Because Curry, Curry started – Curry got drafted in 09. Curry got drafted in 09. Ankle injury and then in from 2009 and to, I mean, Curry didn't really take off as a star player until like, until like 2013. Yeah. Well, because the ankle injury happened in yeah. 10. 11, he was still nicked up. Yep. With the ankle and the knee, ankle and, and, and he they, had another they, because they didn't want to give him a contract. Yep, that's what allowed them to sign Kevin Durant because they signed Curry four years, forty-four million. Yeah. He was only getting paid eleven million. His MVP season, he was getting paid eleven million dollars. Yeah. That's Scottie Pippen numbers, bro. In the twenty tens, was definitely peak Russell Westbrook. Oh, for sure. Like. I mean, he won an MVP. So, I, 2010 is everybody's peak on that list. Well, yeah, the 2010s, I think, is everybody's peak on that list. Uh, Yeah. I, I think Ke- Kevin Durant Kevin Durant didn't peak his MVP season, but Kevin Durant definitely peaked at uh, with Golden State. Yeah. Um, LeBron peaked in Miami. I, I Some people think it's Cleveland, the second time in Cleveland. I definitely think nah, it's Miami because Miami, of, Miami LeBron was my, something else. Miami LeBron could play offense on defense, offense and defense for forty-seven minutes a freaking night if he wanted to, and I, he was very good. I would have loved for LeBron to have stayed in Miami. I think LeBron made the biggest mistake of his year leaving my of his career leaving Miami because I even though D Wade was having his his problems. The year, the the first year after he left, Chris Bosh was balling out of freaking control, bro. Well, but Chris Bosh had the, the well, he eventually blood, had the, the blood, blood clots, clots, but but uh, I think I do think that um, but I also don't fault him for um, you know, one nah, win nah. one for Cleveland, like you nah, know, I'm nah. not going, I'm never going to knock somebody for no. for that. That's for your, that's your home. He can't, and he delivered on his promise. It took him, he did. took him an extra year, but he and delivered, that's a, and that's a big deal, like you know, to bring a championship to your home, your yeah. home city or home, your home state, city, home team, however you want to look at it. Him, him going back there just raised the economy a stupid amount. So, speaking of. LeBron in Miami, the Heat and the Lakers are playing tonight. Well, LeBron is not playing though. I I noticed. 
I was like, interesting. I have five players out on my fantasy team tonight. It's nonsense. I have a bunch of crap, man. I had a few, but you should. You're Ross. You, you didn't have a full slate because I had a full slate. I have a full slate, but I'm talking like like my the the, the stars. The yeah. stars ain't playing, bro. I still don't have Steph. I still don't have Andrew Wiggins, and I have Devin Booker hurt. My boy Bowl Bowl is out tonight, bro. I've been using Bowl Bowl in fantasy, Balling bro. Out. Hey, man, Bowl Bowl is number eighty-seven in NBA fantasy right yeah, now. Yeah, Bowl 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 has been balling. This is yeah. just the Bowl Bowl we all expected yeah. when he got drafted. Um, yeah, man, do do it big for your dad one time, bro. You know, I'm rooting for you. Let me see. Oh, CJ McCollum got falling out against Houston. CJ McCollum is the best player in the NBA to not make an All Star team. I and hope I, that I hope that eventually changes. And, and I, I stand by that. That dude is just. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing CJ's punk ass this week, so I got to make sure I that ain't never gonna change, even when you're not talking about the Jets. Nope. 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 Speaking of the Jets and football, <laughs> uh, which part? The part that they got eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> oh man. It's well, okay. It's okay, CJ. I moved over, made room for you in the club right. of eliminated. It's time. No, fam. Your Giants is not in the, the Giants, the Texans. Oh, they were, but they were eliminated in week three. Yeah, well, they were eliminated before the season started. They could. We, we didn't even have to play this. Only problem I have now with the with, with the tankathon is, uh, man, it's coming down to the wire with the tankathon. It is. Let's take a look at the tankathon while we're at it. All right, tankathon two thousand twenty-three now. Yeah. All right, so. Things are getting real interesting at the top. <laughs> at the top of the at tank. At the top of the tank, like at the turret. Like, this shit's crazy. So, Houston still has a number one pick by a half a game. At 2-13 and 13 on the season, Chicago right behind them at 3-13. and 13. What the fuck are y'all doing? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know. In the most Houston way possible, if they fuck around and lose the first round pick at the end of the season, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Here's my question though: What if they just don't want the first overall pick because they don't want the pressure of having to pick a quarterback? Fuck that! I'll take it just to trade it then. If I don't want it, I'm gonna trade it. Yeah, well. somebody want it, and they gonna they gonna they gonna cough it up for it. The problem that you're running into now is Houston got to play the Colts. They very well may win that game. They very may well tie again. And the Chicago Bears have... Where the fuck is the Bears? Bears, Bears, Bears. Where's the C? Oh, the Bears got the Vikings. The Bears could very well upset the Vikings, even though it is a 12 o'clock game. Kirk Cousins had a 12 o'clock game last week. I thought he had 325 last week. Oh, 325. Week. No, he had 325 last week. 325, okay. Oh, and got... Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So, again, it's real interesting at the top. The rest of it hasn't really changed very much. Um, Cleveland winning um, pushes the Houston Texans' second first-round pick to the 12 spot, so they're kind of holding. Wait, between, wait, yeah. It was going to be between 10 and 12. We already yeah. knew that. Yeah. Um, Philly's locked in with the number 10. Looks like it doesn't really matter what happens with – now. I'm curious because this Tennessee and Jacksonville game this week for the for the uh, division. I would have never thought it would have came down to this game because Tennessee is sitting at 11 with a seven and nine record, 
And if they lose, they'll be seven and ten. And Jacksonville will be eight and eight and nine. Yeah, well, I'm talking about for the sake of the draft. Oh, okay. Just for the sake of the draft. Right now, Jacksonville is eight and eight, actually. Right. So they will be nine and eight on the season. Wow, you hit it on the head. I did, didn't I? You hit Damn. On, you hit that shit on the head in 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 the very first. <laughs> Damn. Man. I'll take it. That was interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Jacksonville would move down. Well, them and Tampa would move down. Uh depending on what happens Sunday with New England and Buffalo, which New England has to win to get into the playoffs. <laughs> of all the possible fucking teams we would have to beat, it would be fucking Buffalo. It would be Buffalo. Why? I mean, why, it, why would it not be Buffalo of all possible teams? I, I, of course, they're in a the division. Like, why? Why? Why couldn't it be anybody else? Why couldn't it be the Colts? Why couldn't it be the Colts? Had to be fucking Buffalo. But it's okay. It's not okay. <laughs> not for y'all. No, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You think Bill Belichick could pull a rabbit out of his hat? I think it's We'll get there. <laughs> it's possible. But... I digress. So, yeah, according to the Tankathon, like I said, it's very interesting. But back on our other NFL talk. So, I don't know if you caught this press conference after the Commanders lost. After we knew it, when they said that Carson Wentz was going to be the starter, it was like, oh, he about to fuck this game of up. Of course he is. <laughs> so, Carson Wentz, thank you for giving the Cleveland Browns the best game of the season for Deshaun Watson and company. Yeah. He did, Deshaun had a three-touchdown game. Amari, yeah. Cooper, Amari Cooper balled the fuck out. <laughs> I told you and that was – and did I say it was going to be this week? And Cleveland's defense balled the fuck out. <laughs> Nick Chubb went for over 100 yards. Yeah. Like, everything went Bruh, right for Cleveland uh, 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 because all I of wanna know is All I want to know is where the fuck was that last week? <laughs> Bro. Like, and I got I to gotta start sending you these TikToks from this guy I follow. Oh, man. So he does, like, these – um he does these NFL highlights, and he reacts like – in the most like hood manner possible. I wonder if that's the same guy Ivan be watching. It might be. So they talked about this game specifically. And he's like, you know, Carson Wentz, I was starting for the commanders. And then Wentz doing what Wentz do best. He's throwing dots to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. Almost dropped my goddamn phone. I was like, this dude, be, I'm a, as soon as another one is TikTok, I'm going to send it to you just so you can watch. Oh, man. Just, the whole NFL scene, the dude just been going in. That's all he talks about. This shit is so Bruh, funny. We all knew Carson once is going to fuck this so, up. So the reason I brought that game, because in the press conference, right, they're talking to Ron Rivera, and he's like, and the reporter asked him, like, so you know now with, so now with, um, with you guys being eliminated from playoff contention, you know, what are you going to do next week? His response was, that game eliminated us? What? Bro, go watch it. Ron Rivera, of all coaches, said that. Riverboat Ron? Ron Rivera, because of that, because of that interview, joined my list of coaches who will probably be fired in the offseason. You know we should do that next week. <laughs> oh, we, we oh we already are I, because I have some. I have some yeah. I have some hot takes. Yeah, I have some hot takes. So that's gonna be good. <sighs> We're gonna get our coaching carousel conversation going next week, ladies Riverboat and gentlemen. Because I'm sorry, man. That God. game eliminated us. What in the hell? So now they're gonna start the North Carolina State product, who has not started a game at all this season. And guess who the fuck the Commanders are playing next week? The Dallas Cowboys. 
So you gonna have a rookie of rookie quarterbacks running from Micah Parsons all next weekend? Man, you, y'all, bro. You see, I, I, I told, I told, I told everybody at the beginning, bro. Taylor Heineke might not be a franchise quarterback, but there's one thing he's not. He's not scared. He's gonna stand in the pocket. And he's gonna deliver throws. He's you gonna have a chance to catch the ball when he's throwing the ball. Taylor Heineke is a warrior. He's a he's every bit of a warrior that Carson Wentz isn't. Carson Wentz couldn't answer the bell. He was scared. The, I mean, if I had that many injuries, I'd be scared to take a hit too. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Carson's yeah. when psyche is it's kind of like how Ben Simmons psyche was with the free throw line. Like it's it's gone. It is gone. Like it he he's in he's in Washington and forgot to pack that shit when he was in Philly. I don't I don't one hundred percent like I don't I don't know what's going on. Carson Wentz was a, a MVP caliber player. Or maybe, or just maybe, teams didn't know how to play him yet. And now they figured it yep. out. It's time for Carson Wentz to assume the role of career backup. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. There have been a lot of good players. I don't, I don't see a scenario. I don't even see a team. I don't even see a coach. Because if Carson Wentz couldn't flourish under Doug Peterson, who the fuck he going to flourish under? I.e., look at Trevor Lawrence. Oh, okay. Just making sure. No, make sure by tracking. I don't. I don't see it. And and I, as a if I'm if you're any of the other, they, I what do we say? Oh, hold on. Thirty two teams, right? 31, yeah. 30, 29. Of the other twenty nine teams who have not signed Carson Wentz before, who the fuck is signing him? Nobody. What current starting quarterback are you taking over Carson Wentz? Like, who are you? Who are you not? Who are you benching? In favor of Carson Wentz. Let me say that differently. Of all of them, I'm not. I'm not benching Mike White. Fuck no. <laughs> you know what? The only quarterback I might actually is Zach Wilson. Oh yeah. Because I can't. I would. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I think I would. Take, You're not gonna say Mr. Trubisky. I oh my I, god. No, no, no. Okay. I said starting quarterback. Oh okay, okay. I actually think I would take Baker Mayfield over fucking Carson Wentz right now. And that's hard for me to say. But given I, I do given those think... two quarterbacks, at least I know this: Carson Wentz gonna throw me three interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, need that. Hey man, that's three touchdowns. I mean, you can't knock him. <laughs> Baker Baker may not be the have a has near as strong an arm as Carson does, but he ain't gonna turn that motherfucker over like nah, that. No, Baker Baker could, Baker could game manage and win games that's like all, he did, and that's all like he I did need. in Cleveland. Now. Yeah, because I think I would even. Yeah, I'm trying to really think. There, there's nobody because I think I would even, still. I think I would still take Matt Ryan right now over Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan is done. He's more done than Carson Wentz. Yeah, but Matt Ryan has an excuse. The, he, that he's he, old. Yeah, he's been here forever. So is Tom um, Brady. So is Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. Those, those are bona fide Hall of Famers, bro. Hell no. Nah. I mean, at one point, Matt Ryan looked like he had a trajectory to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for sure. um, I mean, some 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 players are just some players are just blessed, dog. You to to yeah. Le, 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 this this is like the the era of longevity. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what kind of water LeBron and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is drinking. Also, Aaron Rodgers didn't start for like the first four years of his career. Yes. So 
He wasn't. He, he got Gilly, a lot of time yeah. to heal his body. In the, I mean, he still he got banged up. He but. didn't really start. Uh, Mahomes didn't start right off rip. Yeah, but Brett Favre didn't know if he was going to stay or leave. Well, Brett Favre didn't know a lot of things, and now we still notice how quiet has been about that whole hey, situation. You know what's crazy? Aaron Rodgers was pissed off at Brett Favre for doing that, and he's doing the same exact thing right now to Jordan Love. Yep. Interesting. Okay, so let's get speaking of Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. Let's get into this thrashing that took place. Yeah. I I you know what? What's so crazy about it is that it literally was just a payback game. Oh yeah. Because of what Minnesota did to them at the oh, beginning yeah. of this because they yeah. just Minnesota put it on the ass. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Watching Jair Alexander hit the gritty after shutting Justin Jefferson down was kind of was was I like for defensive players to win sometimes. I told you and now I remember said, this, said that last week. <laughs> remember this. This now not only did Justin Jefferson get shut down, so did DK Metcalf by Sauce Gardner, the rookie. Come on, man. We, we Oh, I'm sorry, hold on. Let me can I rewind it? I'm sorry. By Pro Bowler Sauce Gardner. Yeah. And make sure I put their respect on that rookie's name. I don't know if he'll make all pro, but man, oh man. He better. He he has to. I don't I don't see how he does it. I don't I don't I don't I can't name you two other corners. Or four, because it, it's well, two is it, is it two on well, uh, because well because Jair Alexander is in the mix. Uh AFC wise But no, but I'm just saying all pro uh, not 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 uh yeah. not pro but all pro. I know. Well, so I mean, yeah, this one. so it's it's is it two corners on 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 both teams? I think so. So shit. So you can't. You, you still got because then Patrick Sertan is in the mix. Yep. Um, you got some of the OGs in the mix still. Um, damn. Yeah. Uh, corner has been a stacked position the recently. Last, the last yeah. four four years. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but man, back to this to this to this. Beat now. You know what? You, for the first time ever, I watched the Vikings play, and I said, "Oh my God!" When I not ever, but you know, recently, I said, "Oh my God!" They're not losing this game because of Kirk Cousins. They're losing this game because the defense can't stop nobody, and Justin Jefferson has lost his freaking mind. And Alexander is in his head, and Alexander shouted him the whole game. He yep. got in his head and destroyed any kind of psyche that man had. That's I I don't I I don't know what to say because Justin Jefferson is one the Justin Jefferson's a hundred and fifty yards away from the record. I, he, and he put up what twenty three yards in that. He, last he game? has to go completely off in the last game to break the record. Not that it's not like he can't. Of course, I, I, who are they playing? I forgot. Chicago. Oh yeah. He well, might yeah. he might pull a Tyreek Hill against the Bucks in the first half. Yeah. And go off all 150 yards in the first half. Yeah. And sit down in the second half. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um. But. Wow. That that I thought Green Bay was going to win the game. I didn't think it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be more like 28-14. Yeah. But, you know for sure. But that, that, but that's the second time the Vikings defense let somebody put up forty on them. Yeah, because the Cowboys did too. Cow- and the Cowboys destroyed them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, so both times they got mollywopped, it was by playoff caliber teams. Yep. 
I'm just saying the playoffs don't be interesting. As my boy Conceda says, looking shaky, baby. Speaking of playoffs, playoff records, and all the above. Yep. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, to continue the season-long bottle bet between myself and DJ Micah B., it has come down to the final week. Of course. As it currently stands, I am sitting at 152.88, and what we did for the Monday night game is called it a tie. Because, I, I mean, I don't think I have to go into detail on that. Yeah. One. So 152.88 and three for myself, and 150.90 and three for DJ Micah B. So it literally comes down to this. Yeah, of course. We knew that, though. We did. We knew. Um, I am going to have a jam-packed weekend. Okay. So as far as doing like a bruising cues, I don't know if I'll be able to. Okay. Because I have Uncle Sam duties this weekend. Ah. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. And teenager got a basketball tournament Friday and Saturday. Oh, shit. So I have a jam-packed weekend. Jam-packed weekend. So unless, unless we do it late Friday night. That's fine. I can do it late Friday night. Okay. Then we'll... Yeah. Okay. Bruising cues late Friday night. Yeah. So we'll make our primetime picks, though, since we're already here. Okay. All right. Do we want to count Saturday? Because we have two Saturday games this weekend. Do we count those as primetime or do we want to count those as regular season? Is it Saturday night? One of them is. Count the Saturday night one as primetime. I bet. Primetime game Saturday night for the AFC South Crown... The Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me Trevor Lawrence and company. Man. I it's cannot time, believe. It's time to do it. I cannot believe I am going to say this, bro. But. You're going to take Tennessee, ain't you? I believe in Jacksonville. Woo! Finally. I, I. It only took you the whole fucking season. I believe in Jacksonville. Well. The, the whole thing was I didn't know if – it wasn't that I didn't think Jacksonville was capable of winning because I said that in the – when we talked about it. I just thought that they were one year away from actually winning because I thought Tennessee still had at least one more good run in them. But, I mean, the quarterback is out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is Tannehill really the quarterback, though? I mean, he it's is. like a placeholder? I, but, I mean, he's better than anything else they suit up, so – yeah. They they won more games with him than they done with with any other quarterback there. It's kind of like the Jimmy Garoppolo thing when people were like, oh, well, since he's yeah, that easily yeah. replaceable, why haven't anybody else came in and won with him? And granted, Tannehill's not a bad quarterback. He's just an average quarterback. Hey. Yeah, man. But it's definitely time for a change in Tennessee as far as quarterbacking goes. Like, they need a quarterback. I think it's I think it's about time to just blow that team up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, AJ AJ Brown leaving was the was the first domino to fall. Uh, that was a massive win. That also yeah. caused somebody that caused the uh, the GM to be fired. Yeah. So because that trade was just as bad as the D Hop trade. Yes, it was. The D Hop trade is still by far the worst trade in the history of the NFL. Yeah. But that AJ Brown trade on draft night. I remember like, seeing and, that and just like, whoa. Like, and, and I'm not saying this to like throw shade at like D-Hop because A.J. Brown is a damn good receiver. He is. He's a big body. He's a he's very much a T.O. type. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, he can go get that ball high point wise, or he can muscle that motherfucker away from you, and he will run you over. And he will, and he, and he will run a run away from you. <laughs> he is faster than you think he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. AJ Brown is the prototypical NFL wide receiver, but he is more like To than he's more like To than DK Metcalf because I think DK Metcalf's kind of an outlier. I do think I think Metcalf is an outlier too. Like Metcalf is like that. The, the 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 for his position he's like the when when a kicker actually trains with the team yeah <laughs> like like on some Pat McAfee yeah, type shit yeah yeah like yeah the, the, yeah that's what that's what DK Metcalf is he's just like cause that that picture of him and fucking Aaron Donald and then them two in that interview talking about benching and shit and I'm like what is a wide receiver talking about benching 400 pounds like what the fuck yeah this shit's stupid like no no anywho so. So, so I'm glad you're rocking with Jacksonville like I am. Yeah, I'm rocking with Jacksonville. I, I think it's safe to say that I've, I've been, probably been rocking with Jacksonville harder than you have this year. Are you? Oh, there, there, there's no but probably with that. It's just when you have a feeling, you have a feeling. Yeah. And I just and I, like I said, I love the way they're built. The fact that they're going to have a true number one next year in Calvin Ridley with the receivers. Because now here's how I'm seeing the offseason for them. I know we're kind of veering off the path so I apologize ladies and gentlemen I think Marvin Jones Jr. retires this year he is the oldest wide receiver in the NFL by the way wow he's 35 that's and then T.Y. Hilton I believe is like right behind him that's relatively it is but for a receiver that's, that's yeah that's relatively yeah, because I think because Julio Julio is really only like I think Julio is only like 32. Yeah, but injuries have made him yeah. like Yeah, Julio Julio's my age, I do believe. Yeah, but Marvin Marvin Jones Jr is the oldest wide receiver it's in gonna, the NFL. It's, it's, it's going to be sad to see Marvin Jones Jr. It retire. It is, but he won't have a role next year. I know, I know. Because Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones and um Kirk. and and Christian Kirk. That that that's a nasty trio first of all. I like that. And I love the I love Evan see, Ingram at tight this, end. This this is why I thought they were just one year I preface my statement was with I thought that Tennessee still had another year of Super Bowl contention and Jacksonville was a year away from Super Bowl contention or being a serious playoff team. Yeah. So the fact that they did all this without Calvin Ridley and granted Calvin Ridley still has to show up, get back into football shape. He'll be all right. Round in the form. He's still fairly young though too. He'll be all right. Just don't fucking gamble anymore. Dipshit. I said what I said. (laughs) I'm sorry, bro. The rules are the rules, bro. Like, if the military told me I couldn't gamble, then I'm not fucking gambling. I'm not giving up my career for something that I can do when I retire. Like, like smoking weed. Yeah, like, 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 <laughs> exactly. It's like, exactly like smoking weed. Like, I'm not finna smoke weed knowing that I could be drug tested at any point in time. Yeah. And miss, and my whole career be out the fucking window. <clears throat> I am fortunate. I'm working on year 16. Yeah. I'm not throwing that away. Damn, he's getting old. Look, like Stephen A. said, all right, get off the weed. (laughs) Well, guess what? I ain't never been on the weed. (laughs) So I'm good. I can't speak on what's going to happen when I retire. Well, there may be some trips to Colorado in my future, though. Oh, yeah, it's definitely legal. There's definitely some trips in my future. There's a there's a song we that we grew up on, and I get high high high. Yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> n- next game next game. Sunday night. It's our only other primetime game. There's no Monday. 
No, there's no money. Oh, because it's probably because Augie. Didn't, so, yeah. So, yeah. Sunday night football is the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. That game was flexed, by the way, in favor because initially the Rams and Seahawks and the Packers and Lions were going to be in the same time slot. It got flexed. I forgot who was originally in. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. Los Angeles and Seattle were in that. They wanted to play that game at the same time because of ramifications in that game. Yeah. I believe the Rams have to beat the Seahawks for Detroit to have to beat Green Bay to get in. Okay, but something, if Green, something like that. But if Green Bay wins, there wait, is. Is, is, is this? No, never mind. Okay, no, because Minnesota is the division winner. Correct. Yeah, I was about to ask them if it was supposed to be a Minnesota's division winner. So I... Right, so they're fighting for a wild card spot. Yes. Okay. Man, and I really love what Detroit's been doing this year. But the argument can be made that Green Bay, just like Cincinnati, are like two of the hottest teams in football right now. And that's scary because the fact that that team is clicking with an 8-8 eight and eight record, we've seen this before. I'm just saying. We have seen, and we've seen it from this exact team. <laughs> Um. I'm I'm going with Green Bay. Um, I'm probably gonna go watch the game with my uncle. So you say you've seen this before with Green Bay. I've seen this before with your I New know. York Football Giants. I know when they made their Super Bowl. I'm just saying. I'm just. I've I I seen it with Aaron Rodgers. You know, now, like I am not saying. The Green Bay is going to make a run to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But when teams that are, are not over 10 wins oh, get that, hot they and get make hot. the playoffs, um, Seattle, 79, the Beast Quake. We've seen it. Oh, boy. It's Fantastic just, things tend to happen. Yeah, you know, and the same. Sorry, could, New Orleans. The same could be said about, about Tampa. If Tampa catches fire, Tampa's also a team that has a not – not a very good record. Not really. Not not what we're accustomed. They don't to have saying. a they don't have a bad record, but they haven't won ten games. Yeah, which for Tom Brady and come for a Tom Brady led team. Now they've been injured all year, just like a lot of teams. Yep. And they're getting healthy at the right time. I was just about to say because that because Ryan Jensen is back. They're yep. starting center. Like things are picking up. Yep. That but Tampa Bay is has become a team in the past two weeks that. Gonna beat the brakes off the Cowboys in the first round. Nobody wants to play. And yes, I'm speaking of the Cowboys. Sorry, John. I know you over there cussing up a storm, saying we're wrong, we're wrong. And so is every other Cowboys fan. Fuck. Um, But man, it's gonna be like poetry, sweet poetry. If the Cowboys and the Buccaneers match up against each other and the Buccaneers win again. Again. It'll be a third time <laughs> in a row. Um, and twice in the same season. Fuck, this is hard. Like, I, I know I should go with Green Bay, but I just love the story of the Detroit I Lions. I like the story of the Detroit Lions, too. But I like the story of Green Bay as well. I, uh, I, I don't. I do. Because... Rodgers, it feels like Rodgers didn't even want to be there. That's that's and I, that's and that's that's the problem. And I don't know if that's truly a problem, but it's like, it's like he, you can't tell if he wanted to be there or if he wanted to be traded. Like you don't really know. Like you, I don't ever fault players for doing these things to franchise because franchises will cut you in a heartbeat. 
Look at Derek Carr. There's a good chance Derek Carr could be cut the week of the Super Bowl. That's cool. They Derek, have to make, Derek they have, Carr will get another job. They have to make a decision on his contract by February 15th. Derek, Derek, Carr, Derek Carr will get another job if he gets cut. Please just not Houston. Can't take another car in Houston. Might be a better car. Oh, no. I, I definitely think he's better than his brother, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, be- a better oh, ain't always a, a, a upgrade. Fuck it. Give me Green Bay. Yeah. Like, I, I want Detroit to win, but. I think I think Rodgers and company just might be too hot. I just I I really do. And when when I say I like the story of Green Bay, it's really I like the Christian Watson story. Not really not really the story of Green Bay. I, I just, do I do like what we're so, getting from from Christian Watson. So I, I'm not going to lie to you there. Story. All right, so our two primetime picks have been done. Hell, we might as well just do do the daytime Saturday one now because I was not aware we didn't have a Monday night. All right, so. daytime Saturday. Because it's the same amount of games. So, so well, yeah. the daytime Saturday ain't going to even have no discussion to it. Oh, man. Kansas City Chiefs and the Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry, the Vegas Raiders. Oh, my God. Is Patrick Mahomes playing? Well, actually, actually, I take that back. There is a discussion to be had here because, ladies and gentlemen, we were caught smooth the fuck off guard last week by Jared Stidham against the San Francisco 49ers. So here's what, no, just just listen. This is why I say what I'm saying. Oh, no, I'm laughing because it's the truth. I don't, yeah, I'm laughing because it's the truth. Now, mind you, it is a familiar system. Jared Stidham was fourth-year quarterback who sat behind Tom Brady. Yep. He is with Josh McDaniel. He knows the system. He put up 34 points on the number one ranked defense. Yep. The Kansas City Chiefs are not the number one ranked defense. They're not. Not even close. They're like number. How many passing touchdowns did he have in that game? Three. Three? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah. So, here's here's why this game is interesting. If Jared Stidham can put up 34 points against the number one defense, and now he's got to play a team that's a defense that's not as good as San Francisco, defensively, offensively, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. This, this game looking across the board here has the makings of an upset no 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 no. has the makings of the highest scoring game of the weekend ah and we're supposed to pick one we're supposed to pick one of these too we are so this will be my highest scoring game i gotta of the look weekend. at the i gotta look at the rest of the schedule before, um, before i say this is my highest scoring game well so i'm, I'm gonna I, I i just i'm breezing over it right now and the only other game i think there could be Chargers and broncos the Rams and Seahawks is sneaky. There could be a sneaky lots of points scored in that game. I don't think it's going to happen in Niners Cardinals, not Packers Lions, not Cowboys Commanders. I think that's going to be a blowout. The Eagles. Ah, versus... but if it's going to be a blowout, it could still be the highest scoring game um, with a blowout. <laughs> um, the Giants and the Eagles. Mm, that might be one of the lower scoring. I think the defenses will take over in that game. Brown Steelers, Panthers, Saints, Jets, Dolphins. I do not expect Texas and Colts to be the highest scoring game. Uh, <laughs> Bengals and Ravens, Vikings, Bears, Patriots, Bills, Bucks and Falcons could be. I was about to say I would look at that one. Their last, their last game was 
was fairly high. The Bucks had to come back and win that game. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with it. Raiders Chiefs highest scoring game of the weekend for me. Um, I can tell you one thing. I'm taking the Chiefs in this game, and I can tell you another I'm, thing. I'm, I'm definitely taking Kansas City. I, I can tell you another thing. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. Th- I don't think they're going to be the high scoring game. I just Jared Stidham. It's kind of like whenever you know a backup gets in for the first time, and everybody's like, "Man, look at the game he had." And I'm like, "Yeah, nobody ex- really expected or really game planned for anything." And I think for, I think the 49ers probably went up in there with the. A little cocky ass attitude, like man, this is the backup, this and that. They couldn't do nothing with Derek Carr, quarterback, and they got punched in the mouth. They got punched in the mouth, and hey, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Now you don't got punched in the probably you got punched in the gut first, then you got punched in the mouth, and then they throw punched you, and now you were like, oh shit, yeah, that tends to happen a lot Mm -hmm. in in regular season NFL whenever uh, a backup. Takes over. That's why I'm still not sold on Mr. Relevant. Oh, okay. Mr. Not so irrelevant. Guy. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. It could be the highest scoring. Because none of the other games really seem that appealing besides the Bucks and the Falcons as a high scoring game. Oh, this is gonna be good. Okay. Sorry, we had a had a I had a, a is, top, Mac, jo- I, is, I, is Mac Jones starting for uh New England? Yeah. Mac attack. Look, I've I got wait. You know what? Though I've seen Stranger Things with division games, so I'm I've not gotta, gonna pick a division. I've got to. I've got to ride with Mac Jones until something changes. I don't. Th- I don't think it's Mac Jones' fault that New England is bad. I don't think Mac Jones is a bad quarterback. He's just different. I don't even know what I'm like. I think from a leadership perspective and things of other like I, he just. The fact that he's in New England of all places and New England from a coaching perspective is not as tight and structured as it normally is, is the problem. Now, if the rumors are true and Bill O'Brien is about to come back and be the offensive coordinator, I'm actually... I'm not not opposed to it as long as he has zero power outside of possibly calling plays. I don't want him doing shit else. I don't want him even in the conversation of potentially being a head coach of Bill Belichick leaves. None of that shit. Oh, I man, will. You don't want. You don't want. Fuck no. I will relinquish. <laughs> I will relinquish my Patriot fandom of a lifetime. Mind you, you know this. You, you saw me go through hell, so you know already. You know I have been a Patriots fan since 1997. I will defect. I will defect. All right. I will defect if okay. Bill O'Brien becomes a head coach. Oh, well. Like, fuck no. As an offensive coordinator, I'll deal with it. As a head coach, fuck no. <laughs> but, like I said, while you were going on and talking about what you were talking about, we had a breaking news-style story okay. come down the pipe. Still NFL-related, which is great. Beautiful. Here are the 15 modern-era players who have made it to the next step of the Hall of Fame. Darrell Revis, Joe Thomas, uh-huh. Willie Anderson, Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, Jared Allen, Demarcus Ware, Dwight Freeney, Albert Lewis, Rondé Barber, Devin Hester, Zach Thomas, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. Okay. This might be one of the most star-studded top 15 lists I've ever read. 
How in the hell are you supposed to choose? I don't know, but shit, who's getting left off? Um, okay. Because uh, uh, from, from 15, they're going to pick... Is it six? Uh, Wait, does, does, does the NFL Hall of Fame actually have a cap, or is it just you got to reach a certain percentage to get in? I think it's a cap. Um, Hold on. I don't know. I think oh, they, as there is no exact number of players required to be chosen in a given year, even though the selection committees state that between four and nine new members will be chosen. Okay. So, okay, let's play this game. We'll say nine. Okay. So of of the names that I named, who do you think would be your nine? Darrell Reeves is the first battle Hall of Famer. We're just going to get that out the way yeah, easily. There's no, dis- there's, there's no, there, there's there's no, no dispute. There. Um, I feel the same about Devin Hester. But... Devin, did you name Devin Hester? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. That's a f- He's going in as a wide receiver, kick returner, and punt returner. So, yeah, I'm definitely putting Devin, Devin Hester. He- Devin Hester there. definitely goes in. I, I, we saw. <laughs> DeMar- DeMarcus Ware. DeMar- DeMarcus Ware is eligible? Yes. Interesting. He ain't he been gone since Denver won the Super Bowl. God, dog. Yeah. Man, hell yeah, DeMarcus Ware gets in. Take out. Um, Dwight Freeney for me. Colts? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Dwight. Yeah, Dwight was um, pretty good. Patrick Willis. I think I think Rondé Barber is gonna get left off again. It's possible. Because I'm already I'm already at five. Because yeah. I, I said Patrick Willis. Jared Allen, um, I don't know if Jared Allen is going to get in. Jared Allen is one I think will come with time. Give me, give me Joe Thomas. He played for Cleveland his whole career. But Joe Thomas, but everybody knew what time it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Joe Thomas is six for me. Give me Willie Anderson. Willie Anderson was a bad dude at offense. That was another badass offensive I think, lineman. You, you, I forgot about Willie Anderson. That's crazy, no, man. I'm, Willie, so that's seven for me. That's seven right there. So um, give me. Give me Darren Woodson. Like, I don't know. I don't know how Darren Woodson is not already in the Hall of Fame personally, but that's eight. And mm. it's tough, man. I gotta. I it, really. It, it I really come, gotta look at the list like, again. I want like okay, because as much as I and because Tory Holt, this is he's come up again. So okay, you know what I think. Uh, but because you got Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson. As the only three offensive, offensive skill players on this list, everybody's defensive, and then his offensive lineman. So, Andre Johnson not getting in first year. I don't think Andre's getting in. I, I don't. I don't think Andre he's, might not get till third. I don't. I don't think Andre Andre Johnson is going to get in. The the argument really here, and I love Andre Johnson. He just didn't. He played for the Texans, man. That's really what it came down to, and he played with David Carr, like, and then. Between Corey Holt and Reggie Wayne, you're like nah, two man. really good. Re- like nah, Reggie, man, Reg- somebody, somebody else on top got to come off that list. I don't know who, but somebody else got to come off that shit. <laughs> For because both, of... I think. Oh man, and then because see, did you, you know got what, Zach Zach Thomas? You you know what's crazy? Reggie Wayne and Tory Holt are like the exact same career path players. Because yes. Isaac Bruce. And uh, uh, 
Isaac Bruce Story Holt, Reggie Wayne, and uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. And then Reggie Wayne and T.Y. Hilton. And then, yeah. Oh, man. You know what? At this point, uh, change the damn rule. <laughs> I don't I don't know who you're going to leave off. I mean, they I, I'm trying might. To figure out who my, I'm trying to figure who my ninth player is. They, 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 they. You know what, though? We already said Patrick Willis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Patrick I, yeah. Willis is in. You know what? My night. I don't want to. I really don't want to leave off. I don't know why Rondé Barber is being left off like he is, but because Albert Lewis is another one that I'm like, ah, that's tough. But I either got to take Zach Thomas or I got to take Tory Holder, Reggie Wayne. I'm not. T- man, that's so hard. You know oh. what? You you know what though? Rondé is another one that was in in the NFL in a loaded backfield of defensive players. I mean, yeah. he was there when Dion was there. He was there when uh what uh was uh, was the uh Rod, Rod Woodson. He was uh, there when Ty Law was there. Ty he was Law, there when uh, um Champ Bailey. Champ Yeah, that's a that's a lo- so it cut but he showed up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Boy, did he? With Tampa. Oh man. Uh You know what? With Reggie Wayne and and Tory Holt being number two of their teams, you know what? I'm gonna take the Rondé best, Barber. I'm, a, I'm gonna take Rondé Barber over. I think they could wait another year. Same thing with Andre Johnson. The, I, I won't the, be, the problem is with I, receiver. Yeah, it's so you have to be receivers log jammed. Right, you you have to be so great to get in on first ballot because a lot of I mean, now, you got your now the arc. Now we know that Andre Johnson is the best receiver in the history of the Texans. Yep, we know that. D Hop's number two, and he wasn't even there his whole career. Well, yeah. neither, I mean, obviously Andre went to the Tennessee Titans and then came back, but yeah. But I mean, and he went to the Colts. Shit, shit, almost. Oh fuck, he did play. Yep, you sure all right. But he led his he led he leads the team in all receiving categories that you would typically lead a yeah, team that's in. Yeah, that's not really saying much though for the Texans. But I mean, um, but then think- when you start looking at totality. He gets overshadowed by Torrey Holden, Reggie Wayne because of playoff receiving numbers, yep. especially Reggie Wayne. Yep. So and, and, and Andre here here's I one. For I don't the think books. I don't think Andre's going to get in before Reggie Wayne and Terry Holt, Torrey Holt. No, but here, here here's one for the books upon his well not his retirement but upon during the middle of his prime, Andre Johnson was the first receiver ever in the history of the NFL to have back to back fifteen hundred yard seasons, which is with. One one year was with David Carter. Next year was with Matt Schaub. That yeah, in back to back years, it's crazy. Andre was Andre was in a loaded wide receiver league too, but his whole career up until like the end, you could always argue him being top three or top four. He just played with absolute he, trash at quarterback. The one year that Matt Schaub absolutely went off, Andre Johnson went ballistic. Mm-hmm. Um, just that pick six eventually caught up to his. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it sucks. It's hard for me to leave Andre Johnson off, but the criteria for receivers to get in on first ballot is it, it, it's almost you have to be you you have to be Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, uh, T. O. T. O. got left off for a while. Chris Carter was oh another my one. God, and they, and they changed the rules just to keep T. O. out, and he still got it. He still got it. They full of shit. Because numbers don't lie. Chris Carter should have got it on first ballot too. I the, agree. Uh 
And the fact that my boy Sterling Sharp is still not in the Hall of Fame, y'all got to another one. Y'all got to go ahead with this bullshit. How many more years of eligibility does he have left? I don't know. Because he's been out of the league for a very long time. He's been out of the league since 97? He, he wasn't even there when Green Bay won the Super Bowl with Brett Favre. No. He was already, he was he had got injured like two years before, been, yeah. so like 95. He's Since 95, he's been out of the league. I am, I wonder if his time is, well, he, so whenever he retired is five years after. And then I think you get like 20 years of eligibility to get in. Shit, so his, his time is coming up. Yeah. Damn, that's tough. That's tough. And that's even if they elected him. So as long as you're not elected to, well, going to, off that list I just read, he didn't even he didn't make the yeah. last fifteen. So that's I mean the last fifteen, the final fifteen. My apologies. Yeah, that's that that freaking sucks, man. Sterling, y'all think Shannon Sharp was a beast? Y'all, man, Sterling Sharp was even better. Nah, Sterling was, a, and and Shannon will tell you like, yeah. how great. You know Sterling is, and Sterling apparently is a damn good golfer. Apparently, yeah. You know, post yeah, that, that's what he picked up. Shannon said in his Hall of Fame speech, "I'm getting into the Hall of Fame, and I'm the second best receiver in my family." There you go. He said what he said. Yep. So we're gonna end this show in a way that I don't recall that we've ever done it before. We've never done it because I know we're, exactly what you're gonna say. We're gonna end the show with our shoutouts and brews. Hey. In this case, my brew is me continuing to drink this wine that I've been drinking, which. I did buy this wine at our local H-E-B because... Here, everything's better. You heard it H-E-B here. might be the only grocery store in, 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 in the world where we don't consider their brand off-brand. Right? Ain't no, hell no. That's, H-E-B, that's, H-E-B, that's, that's disrespectful. H-E-B could drop some beer right now and we wouldn't consider it off-brand. Hell no, because they got all the craft beer and everything Yeah. Else. So... The wine that I'm drinking is from the company Lemonade Stand at Main and Vine. This is a strawberry lemonade rosé that I am drinking. Rosé. For you, sir. Nickname. Uh. We had another limited edition Austin Eastsider come out just for the holidays, and I saved the last one just for you. Beautiful. Austin Eastsider's Cherry Lime Cider. That's what I'm talking about. All right, all right, all right. I had to make sure I say that one for you. So while you're doing that, I will get us started with the shout outs. So my shout out goes to the country of the Netherlands. That is probably the craziest thing you ever heard me say. Yeah, because I have no idea why. Oh, on contraire, bon frère. This is why. Because according to Podkite, Podkite is where we get all of our ranking information and whatnot from. In the country of the Netherlands, uh-huh. Gentlemen's Talk is the number 12 podcast. Wow. That is why. <laughs> what the hell? That's so random. How? Don't know why. Don't care. I care why, but I don't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but shout out to the country of the Netherlands. For listening to Gentleman's Talk. I'm, tr- I'm trying to tell you. This is like th- this this is what the third country? Yeah. No, fifth. F- fifth okay. But the Netherlands, for us to be number twelve in the hobbies category in the Netherlands is fucking crazy to me. I didn't know like, they speak English in the Netherlands, so that's even more crazy. It's one it's one of the languages okay. they speak in the Netherlands. But the fact that we are number twelve. And we ain't even in the top 100 in our own country. Man. Well, that's because we got 50 countries well, to, to, to well, deal not with. not even that. It's that we're so saturated with podcasts. Yeah. Like, which is why I did not classify us as a sports podcast. Correct. Because that is a very saturated market on top of 
anything else. Yeah. Because we also do our best to talk about other things outside of sports, but as in the goat of Little Debbie Snacks. <laughs> you know, which, that's just a little preview for y'all for what's coming next week. Because we was talking about it pre-show, and we was like, bet. So somebody had cosmic brownies. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Yep. So coming to you next week as a little preview, we will go. You want to go three? You want to go five? How you five. Always oh, five. Oh, I bet. Five. Top five Little Debbie snacks. Oh, yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Um, That is one of the few lists where you might actually hear some differences between me and DJ. And, 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 and not only that, y'all better tell people about this because I can't wait to hear back from me. John you know, is going to have a fit. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm, man. I'm posting a poll after that show. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want to hear from people. Yeah. I, I want to know. What the fuck you think? So, if you listen into this episode, I want your top five Little Debbie snacks. I want to hear it. I want to know it. I'm going to post that shit on Facebook, too. I'm going to read them off on air. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm reading mine off on air, but yeah, I'm going to read. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, we'll both post it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both posting to read some off. I'm screenshotting, and I'm reading people's shit off. I may or may not drop your name. (laughs) If I like you. I'll probably drop your name. I'm just playing. I love everybody on my friends list. Um, so yeah, we'll both pose that question. Yeah, and take all the. We'll take the responses. We'll both read off. How many do you want to read off? Uh, probably. We can read off about three or four. Okay, so three or four. Uh, yeah. So, right. so, but uh, just list that differ. Yeah. So we'll yeah. do like that. We'll but we'll each pick three or four from our respective posts. Uh, we'll post at the same time. I know we can do as well. We can uh tally up the vote for the number one, uh, and see and see who who would yeah tally up the vote for tally up the vote for the number one. Uh, see what people put as number one and see which one had the most votes. Interesting. And okay. yes, we're not going to do the top five and when it's like top five in no particular. No, it's going to be in order. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely going to be in order. Little Debbie's not going to be in order. Yeah, it's going to be in order. My 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 little but shit sure is going to be in order. Because uh, my my top two have not changed since I was a kid. Mine either. <laughs> as a grown ass man, my top two are the same. Of course. If you were to give me a choice. And I had to pick two for the rest of my life. I would be fine with the same two. Hey, you know what we should do eventually? Lil Debbie versus Hostess. I don't even think that's a contest. I, I don't either, but you, you, just, you just never know. <laughs> I, I guess. It'll take us a while to get to that because I mean, I'd eventually like to transition from the Lil Debbies to our top five series of all time. Ugh. Well, oh my, my number one has never changed I, in my life. I'm just saying, <laughs> we, got, we got some stuff. We got to. This is where you're going to start seeing the. Um, the cray crayness of, yeah, man. of gentlemen's talk. Yeah. We're gonna start talking about some dumb shit. Some dumb shit. Cause we're gonna probably go from here. We'll start talking about uh top five top five video games. Especially since like, uh we're we're starting to transition to the to the point now where football is gonna uh eventually die now in the next two months. Yeah. Because of Super, no. I mean, Super Bowl's next month. Well, no, football's not gonna die down. Oh, XFL. And USFL. And USFL. But from an NFL perspective, yeah. It's going to die down. It'll die down. Um, so we will definitely be filling that gap, that space, however that void, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. All kinds of fan-style topics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that also being said, if you have a suggestion of a top five list you would like us to discuss, 
hit us up. You can hit me up on Facebook. You can hit, you can me, hit up me up on, on Instagram. You can hit me up on Twitter. Don't hit me up on Twitter. I don't keep up with my Twitter. Um, let us know. Hell, if you want to make a TikTok reel and send it, go ahead and do Hell, it. Hell, if you got my number, shit, text me. Shit, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. Because if it's if it's what if I'm gonna tag Charlotte in this. Charlotte's gonna be a good one in this one. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm gonna tag I'm gonna tag I'm gonna tag like Charlotte, James, Anthony, uh I'm yeah. gonna yeah. I'm gonna tag people I know that actually I'm gonna tag I'm gonna tag my uh my youth pastor too. Sherman Gray. I'm gonna tag yeah, I gotta tag my sisters. Yeah, this is this is gonna be yeah, it's gonna be, this gonna be a good one. Uh yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Oh, oh, shout out, right. Uh yeah. So that was mine. Um, that that's the only shout out I fucking needed to be honest. That that shit kind of made my day when I seen that email. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to 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 even to top that. Uh, sure, my shout out is going to be to Austin Eastsiders. <laughs> uh, cause this cherry lime cider is banging. Yeah, that's where'd you, you get this? I got it at HEB. Here, everything's better, and that's Dang. twice in one episode. I'm trying to tell you. So, yes, actually, I take that back. So I have. I have a few more shout outs I want to throw out there just just because it's we're we're in a new year. First episode back, first episode of 2023 for that matter. Oh yeah, happy new year, people. So, I did I definitely didn't say it. I hope everybody out there had a happy holidays with with close family, friends, loved ones, all the above. I hope all the little kids out there got all the gifts and stuff that they wanted. This was a very expensive Christmas for me and my family. I know it. Yeah. But I want to give a shout out to every single person out there that has ever listened to a single second of Gentleman's Talk. Yep. I would like to give a shout out to every single person out there who has commented, suggested, rated anything towards this show. Because it means the world to us that you're still around. Yes. You could have listened to the first episode and be like, yeah, these fucking guys suck. Like, <laughs> like, and we were learning. You know, and we were in the learning phase. Now we're in a whole different stratosphere, and we ain't even learning no more. We just out here just doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, this is just, like I said, like, we, we talked about it in season one. This was just literally something that me and you have been talking about since college. Mm-hmm. We'd always, well... We always wanted to kind of have like a debate style show. Uh, yeah, show, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But then, then uh, you know. But it evolved we, because we really don't debate. <laughs> no, we, we do. We have, we, well, we have a couple. Now we do. We do now. <laughs> <laughs> but but, you know, but, it, but it's not like the, the everyday debate show. No, it, it, it made a lot more sense for us to go the podcast route. I, I wish somehow we'd have gotten into the podcast game before podcast became what it is now. Yeah. Because the content and things, the way we do things now, I think would have blown up in a time that where podcasts weren't there yet. I think, we'd have, I think we would have fit in just fine. But I'm also fine with us being in this saturated ass market. Yeah. Because eventually we'll find our way. We're going to keep putting episodes out. We were supposed to hit our um, our plateau. Yeah. From everything it, you ever read about new, about new <laughs> shows and stuff you're supposed to hit a plateau where you know you're like you don't really know what to do like well i guess when you go kind of unscripted you kind of just keep going yeah yeah like, and of course oh and by the way and of course always always shout out to the guy that made the intro possible man do fresh man without that intro this show would not be the same it really wouldn't like i can't imagine another track 
of any kind. Unless he unless he comes out with something more, unless he comes out with something else to, but it it won't it won't change. No, like I I, I can't see anything like changing it personally. Um, so uh, yeah, big shout out to Jew Fresh, a big shout out to uh to John L. We're gonna play catch to, up with um, you in the playoffs, Jew Fresh. Don't worry. Yep, to Ivan, uh, Chris, uh, Juan, uh, Joseph. Josh Prime Tom DJ Prime Tom also big shout out to DJ Prime Tom who was involved who was put in a um had a magazine spread oh that's what's up um came out just uh just the other day um came out on Facebook um I'm trying to set him up I want to get another interview because I want to actually hear him talk about it yeah um big shout out to Lundo too. Lundo. Lundo up there in Austin for 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 a little yep. bit doing continuing to do the damn Jiggy thing and out Sarge. there Jiggy and Sarge man, man. we love y'all. Y'all continue to do great things, especially y'all killing it out there. All the music to keep dropping. Yep. You know, love to see y'all continuing to be successful, fellas. Keep doing what y'all doing. You know you got two fans over here in DJ Michael B and myself. Facts. So um making sure I didn't we didn't miss nobody. Um Well You <laughs> Me. Yeah, you. <laughs> I this, didn't do anything, this, but this show this show ain't possible without you. I don't even think I'd be able to have a podcast without you. <laughs> I that, I don't think I could do a podcast without you. I mean, it, I could do something different, but I don't know if it would be. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be this. <laughs> it wouldn't be as fun. I mean, it'd be alright, but it wouldn't yeah, be like yeah, this. Yeah. this. This right here is fucking. This shit makes my Wednesday. This, this this is literally a reason for two friends to get together every week to drink. I promise y'all. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, joking. <laughs> I, mean, but the, I mean, and and hopeful that we can continue to put out more content to go on the YouTube and um. I don't think if you guys missed the last episode of Bruising Cues, let me go ahead and put y'all right back on game real quick. We will be dropping those videos officially on Spotify. So you can catch the video version of that podcast on Spotify, on YouTube, on gentlemanstalk.com. All the above is coming down. Season five is around the corner. Be on the lookout for official Gentlemen's Talk merchandise. There's yes. Things in the works. Um, there's a couple other things that we're working on we won't discuss at the moment. But just know that season five, my goal for the show is to have a lot more interviews. Yes. Um, I have a few in mind that I really, really want to get interviewed for. Uh-huh. Um, we are hoping to have a few more live in studio interviews. Yep. Um, we you had one brought to my attention yep. um not too long ago. Um Big Homie, I hope you're doing great out there in Florida, man. Proud of you going out there with your family, being out, being close to your daughter. Yeah, man. but I got one question for him. He live in Florida. How he ain't been to Miami yet, bro? I don't know. <laughs> That's a joke, though. My, I mean, Miami is like seven hours away from six or seven hours away from. Him, I don't so. give a fuck. <laughs> That's like living in Texas and never being never been to Houston. Okay, te- wait, wait, wait. D- depending on where you live, because if you live in El Paso, bro. That's a pretty long drive. I know a lot of people that live in El Paso that have been to Houston. Yeah, that's a long drive. Though. Not also, everybody gonna make that drive. I also lived in Amarillo. That's thirteen hours away, and I've been like. I saying. will say that's 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 like living in Houston or Dallas and not being to and not going to either. Or it's like living in Houston, and never being to Austin or San Antonio. I, I can relate to never being. To, oh no, I've been to Austin. Oh, but was it Boy Shop? Yeah, you have. I've been to Austin. Yeah, I just haven't been to Austin since I've been legal. True. That's it, yeah, that's all and that is. You have not been to Austin with me. That will probably never happen. No, but Vegas might. Oh, oh, yeah, I've been crunching numbers. We got some stuff to talk about. Oh, 100. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another 
phenomenal episode of Gentleman's Talk. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm still sipping on this wine that your baby mama got me for the new year, 2023. That rosé is the same color of that rose she got between them things. I am your man, Mr. GQ. Well, goddamn. I'm just... I'm just here, dog. I'm your boy DJ Michael B. I ain't got, I had something, but I forgot it. So, hey, man, happy New Year to y'all. Uh, nothing but blessings and all in your life for your family and things like that, man. We'll see y'all next week. Well, you hear us next week. We are out. And my stock is going up cause of my hunger When you see me in my zone